Hi friends, welcome to episode 77 of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. I'm Amanda Nicole, and today I have deeply personal heart medicine to share with you. And it is so interesting to me that this episode is episode number 77. For those of you that are interested in symbols and images and numerology and ways that the divine speaks to us in the world, seven is often considered a number of completion or of the divine. And I love the way that the number seven is described in a book I have, How the World is Made, The Story of Creation According to Sacred Geometry by John Michelle. I'll put a link there with the title in the show notes. When he speaks of seven, the chapter is titled, The Holy Seven, Symbol of the World Soul. And listen to just a little of what he says of the number seven. With the number seven, the geometer's creation story enters another dimension, going beyond the physical universe and earthly life into the world of divinity. Seven is the number of the world soul. It is not therefore reckoned as a created number because soul existed before creation, and its corresponding number is given the same priority. I love it. It says, as a number of eternity, never generated and not subject to disillusion. Seven is the natural symbol of the eternal feminine principle, typified by Athena, the goddess of wisdom, who was never born but sprang fully armed from the head of her father, Zeus. And this line is lovely. Everything that can be called sacred and eternal is appropriately numbered in sevens. So we think of seven hills and seven metals and the colors of the rainbow, musical notes, sounds, taste, and of course the seven planets, the seven stars. So I'm going to offer you a little more tulip poplar medicine. I hope you don't mind. There's been a good bit of tulip poplar medicine recently, and I don't know all the reasons for that. I think part of it is that a class is coming. It begins August 19th, and so tulip poplar is in the air for me. It's in my spirit and in my heart in a more pronounced way than it is even during seasons when I don't have a class coming on tulip poplar. But I also think what I am moving through personally, and perhaps what many of you are moving through collectively, the medicine of tulip poplar is prominent. So the deepest wounds that I would say I have received in my spirit, my heart, even my soul, is likely the loss of my parents particularly the way that I lost my parents. So we can lose our parents in many ways. And often when we hear that phrase, what we think of is death. We've, we've lost our parents. That's how we'll feel about it in death when they have passed over and passed on. But for me, this is not how I have lost my parents. <laughs> I lost my parents through disruption, division, and pain 
those of you who've listened to the podcast and perhaps read my book, Flowers for a Girl, Plant Medicine and Sexual Trauma, you'll know that I did experience um, sexual abuse from my dad when I was small. And that has certainly played into the separation that he and I have experienced for most of my life. And there are so many other factors that I probably don't even know and understand. All stories are complicated and have many parts that play into it. But most certainly, there is the loss there. And I went for many, many years without hearing from my father, having him respond to me reaching out to him and trying to contact him. I am thankful that in the last year or two, I have been able to be in contact with him again, and it has been very healing, and his spirit seems well, and it's making me teary-eyed to even say that, because that is such a beautiful, lovely thing, and I am thankful for the work of spirit and the divine that is able to do healing work in any of us at any time. Nothing is too small or too great. Um, we are all held in love. So I'm thankful. But as you can imagine, things are not as they could be or maybe as they would have been. They are as they are. And so there has been a deep wound and a loss there. Especially because when I was younger, I felt myself very connected to my dad in all the ways that I present myself here on the podcast and in my classes. It was my dad that connected me to the earth, to song, to being human, to um, other ways of thinking, perspectives. That was my dad, and it is also through my dad's lineage that I have my Choctaw grandmother, which most certainly is a part of my being at this time, and who I am in the world, how I speak, what I do. Then there's my mother, who I had a peaceful, I thought lovely relationship with as an adult. Of course, you know, teenagers and whatnot are difficult. And then as a child, that was complicated because of the dynamics with my father. But as an adult, many years of what I saw to be a a nurturing and a place of comfort, that sort of relationship for me. But as you might imagine, when I began to speak about the abuse that I experienced as a child, that was very difficult for my mother, almost impossible for her to process. And I'm sure that many of you understand that experience because you may have been in that situation yourself. It can shatter your identity. It can shatter your being. I think as a mother to have to hear that and to process it and to integrate it and often we choose self-protection or denial so that we can survive, like the ego <laughs> and even our physical bodies. So after having a lovely, I thought, relationship with my mother for many, many years, um, soon after I began to talk and speak and write about what had happened, she said, that's it, I'm done with you, I'm finished, and, you know, 
many reasons and descriptions given for that that were projected onto my person that were necessary projections for her so that she can go forward and survive and be. But for those of you who have, again, listened to my podcast or read my book, you know, deeply painful, like to the point of not being able to physically stand up straight for some time, bent at the waist for um, some time after receiving her message. And then so much grief, so much pain adjusting to a life without a mother, and especially one that had been so integral to my being. And it's incredible because Tulip Poplar came to me before all of this began. And Tulip Poplar came to me before I began to speak and remember and write and talk. And as you know, if you've been in class or read books or listened, Tulip Poplar's first words to me were, we will be your parents. And then many messages since then that this is a tree for those who have no parents. And there are all sorts of ways we cannot have parents physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, so many ways that we can be without um, mother and father, mothers and fathers, mothering and fathering, (laughs) parenting, so many ways we can be without it. But then Tulip Poplar has come and given much medicine and many gifts for how to heal the wounds of the of the pain or the loss of the parents you wish you had, and then also how to go forward to find self-forgiveness and healing for the parent you wish you were, and then to become that parent, the parent that you wish you were. Tulip Poplar is the parent tree, good and loving parent, a parent that sees you in all of your imperfections and just delights in you, delights in you even because of your imperfections. Tulip Poplar has an enormous, expansive, even infinite heart that is able to hold all the facets of you. It is the divine heart, the divine mother, the divine father, able to hold all of it and delight in you. And I think there was a podcast or a class where I gave an example of Tulip Poplar. If you look at the leaves, it often looks like hands clapping in the wind and it's cheering you on as a human, but especially as a child, your inner child, it's cheering you on. And so, but the image that I've often gotten of Tulip Poplar is parent or parents at the sidelines at like a soccer game. And your child is the one who runs all the way down the field, breaks away from the pack and makes the goal for the other team (laughs) that kicks the ball into the into the net of the opposing team and you stand there and you know what's happening you know what they're doing you know what's just occurred and yet you are so full of love for this little person and who they are and that they would do that and that this is how they're manifesting and being in the world that you are jumping up and down on the sidelines cheering them all the way down to the opposing net and when they make that goal you are still cheering and so proud of them for making that goal and rushing out onto the field to hoist them onto your shoulders and celebrate the fact that they just scored that point for the other team <laughs> it is just the most accepting loving tree parent tree and deeply heals 
and not only heals the past, but enables and facilitates and supports the future. And I have been amazed at the transformation that I have experienced in my own person as a daughter and also as a mother. No questions asked. The lessons and medicine that I have experienced in my interactions with Tulip Poplar have been deeply transformational for me. And I believe our healing relationships going backwards and going forwards. Here's something lovely. In my current situation, as you all probably have picked up on in podcasts and in classes and interviews, um, I am no longer married to my children's father. I am I am standing alone like the blue heron <laughs> and the tulip poplar as a mother. There is not the usual partnership, you know, in that way. And this has been a difficult journey, very difficult, and continuing to move through the process and as the dust settles and life begins again and there is death and rebirth and what will things look like now and how will it be. And the other day I was laying under the tulip poplar tree and I had not had this realization <laughs> throughout this entire process, which is going on for about two years. But I realized, Amanda, this was tulip poplar speaking in my heart, spirit speaking to my heart. How can it all not be well? How can the outcome not be well? How can it not be full of love and parent love and child love and together love when you have Tulip Poplar <laughs> as your ally? The parent tree is your dearest, closest ally and the tree of your heart. It is who you are and all will be well. What sort of message is that in its deep profoundness at a season like this in life? And Tulip Poplar communicates this parent medicine through itself, simply its treeness, but also through many of the animals that are part of its medicine, like the dove, the fox, and others, teaching what it is to be a parent, what it is to be a child, what the mother child, father child, parent child relationship looks like and feels like. And it is able, I see it, to sort of cover it and encapsulate it in the most brilliant rainbow of unconditional, never ending love. This is serious medicine. I talk about this tree a lot for a reason. I promise I will soon move on to more plants because I know other plants are resonating with many of you out there and there's so much medicine to be had in the world. But this tree is wanting to be with you. It's wanting its medicine offered. So I do also want to invite you to be a part of the Tulip Poplar class that is beginning on August 19th. It goes until the end of October. I believe it's October 28th. 
We're meeting every other week, and we're talking about the beautiful medicine of tulip poplar and doing it through the lens of the animal allies that tulip poplar has. Blue heron, fox, ant, the wild horse, the mustang, um, dragon, dove. We have divine feminine and mother energy most certainly there. Frog. So much about death and rebirth, parenting, freedom, trauma, um, coming into our own and our essence, wisdom, counsel, patience. The tree is insane <laughs> with the medicine that it offers. So I invite you. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can go to my website and there with the School of Embodied Herbalism tab, you'll see Tulip Poplar. You can read and click and you can find a little bit more about it and join me and my friend Casey, who is incredible when it comes to animal medicine, and gather up medicine for yourself for others and for right now because i have to tell you as we watch what's happening in the world we obviously think of the patriarchy but we also have the matriarchy and that has not always been healthy either and what we're looking for is not a fall of one i don't think and a rise of the other what we're looking for is a death and rebirth of what is not loving mother, what is not loving father. We are looking for a healthy, healing, divine, perfect balance between these two aspects of the divine, these parts that make a whole. That's what we're looking for. And tulip poplar is a key. And has keys, I think, to help us do this. So this was a little longer than usual. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear from you what your thoughts are on Tulip Poplar. If you've met her, him, if there are other plants that minister to you and speak to you in similar ways, right? Because I'm guessing not everyone has a Tulip Poplar to visit, especially depending on what part of the world you live in. So I would love to hear from you. All right. Take a look at the show notes. There will be some links if you need them. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.